0: myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Brian, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Welcome back, Cammie.
1: Thanks, Brian. How are you doing today? I'm really good, how are you?
0: I, I'm i good, you know, something's been bugging me.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Cammie, I've been bugged, uh, and something's been baring me. I, I'm really? I'm baring doubt. Yeah, this is um, my lame attempt to open up our topic today, which is the bugbear, get it? Cammie, what's a bugbear? What does this term exist?
1: So, I encountered it first from A Bard's Tale, which is a very old video game, like, from the, probably the, like, early 2000s, I would say.
0: Wonderful game series, though, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it it was super fun. It was basically an overhead dungeon crawler, Mm -hmm. and you were a bard, a rogue-type guy who kind of went... devil. Yeah, he went through on his charm or whatever, and... Yeah. um, One of the characters in it there was a bugbear one of the first characters that you fought actually was that
0: the name of like a, a, was it a a, plur, uh, a proper noun or were there bugbears or was i think was yeah they, they existed
1: so it's not like the although barstail would introduce the enemy sure. or the next person you're meeting in a very theatrical way so they may have called it the bugbear i'm not Interesting.
0: really sure yeah well, on this episode of Mystery, we will dive into the specifics of uh, what is a bugbear. Cammie, of course, as always on Mystery, will give us a story, uh, once she's written herself, and then I will lead the discussion. Fair warning, and this might be relief to met some, this is going to be a short one. Not a lot here, but it's fun. <laughs> That's what we want, fun, even if it's not long. Go listen to Lamia, or one of those other long ones if you want. Uh, all right, Cammie, well, hit us with that story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I, while I didn't really have direct sources for this, I did use uh, the wiki article and kind of my memory from the Barnstale games as well. No,
0: wonderful. Yeah, I love so. it.
1: Hairy, big and wild, grotesque, disgusting and vile. The village all chimed together in describing their threat. He haunts the place like a spirit, depriving them of sleep and stealing precious treasures from every home. I've traveled the country, encountering many equally disturbing monsters and fae. For this is the job of a self-proclaimed knight. But here, this? It seems too villainous to be a fairy. A bugbear. There's no other explanation. The people fell silent. I went on to explain the dangers of a bugbear, how they do more than steal your gold. They eventually take your children and raise them in the wild, turning them into bugbears themselves. I explained that mostly i find any type of goblin in a nearby cave where they've gathered all the stolen loot of the town but i've told them how i've searched the village and the woods nearby nothing not a cave or even a dank overhang where a monster could hide the problem arrived when i did though no one noticed one family in particular was especially burdened so i started there the first night i stayed at the inn. And the father and son were making merry all evening, and stumbling home around midnight. And that's when it all began. They rushed to find me the next morning, and tell me of the horrors they had endured the night before, fitful sleep and needling from the Fae. I mean, they were drunk. The father and his son spoke of a spirit who kept them awake at night, chains dragging across the floors above them. I searched the house, but nothing not one little goblet out of place, though they were missing considerable amount of gold. But over the next week, the entire village complained of similar occurrences. So I started investigating. I found nothing in the way of supernatural, but every day, without an answer, more precious items came up missing. So one day, at the advice of the town oracle, I went deep into the forest and found a clearing where there was, like she had described, a fairy ring. I knocked three times on the tree in the center and a little door opened at the bottom. The door instead of containing all the gold and silver and jewels I had collected from the houses by sneaking into the towns sneaking in all over the town at night there was a note. I have your gold. Leave this place tonight and I won't turn you in. How did she know? Had she followed me? My plan was thwarted. I must leave for the next de- destination. I mounted my horse and rode back to town. Before I got to the clearing, I pulled out a bloodied bearskin from my saddlebag and dragged it through the center of the village behind us, declaring the bugbear slain. The town held a celebration, and we drank and ate until I declared my departure. The townsfolk had gathered a handsome sum to reward me for my work, and I was on my way to the next village in the next swindle.
0: <laughs> I love how... You make it, like, um, that's how you create bugbears. Like, they get the kids and make more. That's how they right the cycle going of, of bugging bears. Yes, this is um, an interesting little, like, etymological journey for bugbear. Not a very long one, but, but a very cool one in general. Uh, it, it's a legendary creature, um, Wikipedia mentions, or a type of hobgoblin comparable to the boogeyman. It's me. Words kind of had some meanings. Um, we, we we just kind of talked about this. In fact, we did the lamy episode not too long ago, and in that, I didn't want to like double dip in these episodes. But lamy is are like called a type of bugbear. I but so so that it, you know when I was talking about that in that episode from recent uh, history, that's kind of what we're going for here, and that's what the bugbear context has. But it it does have a direct, kind of direct, um, history. And that's from uh, the writer, um, I believe it was Thomas Nash, um, who wrote uh, in, oh, 1592, Thomas Nash wrote, this is from Merriam-Webster's write-up on the word bugbear, Uh, he wrote of mere bugbears to scare boys. And this is like, he's writing it, mere is M-E-E-R-E, bugbears is like, bugger bearers like there's an extra e and then boys even b-o-y-e-s so um in his little story that he was writing or whatever it was he he mentions this in 1592 so at that's our hard evidence of the word existing and from from there we, we do know from middle english the word bug um it, it connects it's connected to hobgoblin or mischievous goblin um uh, like bug bug wasn't the the word bug that we have today like you know you're bugging me or a, a, an insect bugging you um, bug basically means insect now but it didn't then bug was like something scarier or something worse back then kind of like I can like how fairies are, are wonderful now fairies were deadly m- murdering <laughs> beings of mischief back in this time period and this was one of those sort of things too so uh it looks like I I don't there isn't like a, a direct it, it, definitely in like old English uh, like medieval England, it was l- a literal bear that would uh, was in the woods and scare children. I, like I said, you' I, you're, you're I've, I've mentioned this a lot in our old like English stories, Hans and Gretel style stuff. Uh, apparently, there was a huge problem with kids just bolting into a forest, like just <laughs> booking it into a forest and dying. like this was just number like enemy number one was was the forest. And so you, you, you had to have something like a bugbear. And I guess a bear wasn't scary enough, so you had to say bug because, you know, bug was scary back then. So you just had to, the scariest thing you could think of so your kids would stop murdering themselves in the forest. So uh, today, um, Merriam-Webster, it, it just basically means um, – a boogeyman but it also even means like a pet peeve or or something that's like bugging you in general too so but uh, a pet peeve I thought was interesting I've never heard it like that I wonder if in the UK it's used in that context today please let us know like if you know oh that's my bugbear you know chewing on wood or whatever it is um uh another like early thing um there is there was even an old uh, a play by this uh, uh or uh was it a play or a novel hold on
1: are I you talking about the bugbears bears?
0: The Bug Bears, which was okay, based on an Italian a, play, adapted, yeah, from Antonio Francesco Grazzini's *La Spiritata, the possessed woman, and they, they, these English writers took it, changed it, put it into *The Bug bears. and I'm guessing that helped really kind of change it. the The, the Italian play was from um, 1561. Um, *The Bug Bears*, I don't know when that came from. When was that one? It's mentioned in this. Uh, the I think source it was pre Shakespeare.
1: But that yeah. kind of time period, Elizabeth. It looks like was it was the queen. Yeah,
0: it was mentioned in um, Catherine Briggs' work from 1976, A Dictionary of Fairies. She mentioned it, so I, I guess like yeah, it does have some age to it. Um, it's it's really interesting. I, I think the the big thing now, and if you're finding this episode, is you probably were looking at some D and D or Pathfinder stuff because there are detailed pages for both of those. Bug bears are, are these big, ogre, hairy ogre, orc-looking things, and they'll murder you. They you, you got to have good gear to take this guy on because he's going to take you out. Um, but it's cool to see, and that's kind of where uh, the Bard's Tale absolutely is going for. It's it's a literal, and, and even um, on dndbeyond.com website, their like, page for it, uh, it says it's a, a medium humanoid, a goblinoid, and it's chaotic evil. So, no good. Just... Run away, or take it on. I don't know. Do what you want. But yeah, it, it, it's just really cool to see. Um, I, I and I'm tr- I'm I'm looking like into the word like bug, and because in, in Middle English bug was spelled b u g g e, so like bugger. I I wonder if it would be pronounced like that. And you know, like even in English say those like bugger off and stuff like that. So like, and bug has this bad meaning, and so uh, there's this wonderful little you're, you know uh, old English chain of this word bug just kind of going around meaning a lot of different things um, stemming from the 15th century so I I really like that and and even uh, older um, it it comes from uh, this it looks like it's connected to an old Welsh word um, BWG which I believe would pronounce boog which means an evil spirit or a goblin and even in old Scots there's bogle I'm probably not pronouncing that right but which literally kind of means goblin and is a cognate to English of boogeyman or bugaboo, which looks like is kind of connected to that, too. So, basically, British Islands, the word bug, bad. That's the episode in a nutshell for you, for the most part. So... Really, really fun to see, I, and it, I, it was kind of ironic because Cammie and I queued up. You know, we we try and queue up some episodes so we can kind of get our research and story writing done, and we just kind of happen to do Lamia and Bugbear at the same time in a like like work on them and think about them at the same time. And I Lamia has like the exact sort of same thing. It had it took on this meaning of a boogeyman of a bugbear, and that's what Bugbear did. And uh, I I will note I didn't mention this in the Lamia episode. I believe even modern. Greece, like today, will use the word lamia as like a like like you know I I, I you, uh, someone might some some mean parent might say like the boogeyman will get you if you don't go to bed. Some mean parent in Greece is saying the lamia will get you if you don't go to bed. So uh, I don't think anyone is using bugbear as that term. It, like I said, it's it's either gonna be it's it's like the word bug today. It's 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 a. Um, something that just bugs you that's that's really it that's the best way to put it um but it's just kind of interesting i, like I want a nuisance, if it, yeah like right yeah know. nuisance or or like i said even a pet peeve um wikipedia says in modern contents context it mean it can also mean pet peeve so i if there's anyone here from um uk or europe if i wonder if you if you do hear this in everyday um speech just how it's used i'd love to hear that context but that's it that's all we got for you on this one today. Uh, Cami, thank you so much for your story. And I'm sure you were happy to think about one of your favorite video game series of all time, Bard's Tale.
1: It um, really was they, one of my
0: favorites. They recently remastered it, right? It's, yes, it's like they done did. up.
1: I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I do have very fond memories of it. I don't think I could devote the time that it would take to sure. do it. Like, I bought the Mass Effect trilogy because I want to support BioWare, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Here's $60 BioWare. Divide right. that how you choose. <laughs>
0: right. No, that's good. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the memory is good. I think the game holds up fairly well to the remaster. They probably did some quality of life changes. I need to look into it. But it, it's definitely I'm worth sure playing. It
1: does. They did release the first three. Because apparently there was, like, more than one Bard's Tale.
0: Right. Yeah. There, there was the, um, I can't remember. Yes. There was, like, another series that they did. And I yeah.
1: did not understand the game. Right. It was, like, right. it was, like, a, it wasn't a point and click adventure.
0: Mm-hmm. It no, was, it was like the Diablo isometric style, I believe, kind of. If if I'm, I might be wrong.
1: I don't know because I didn't play like the sure old old Diablo, like the shots. first Diablo. But this was like, it was like a text based adventure where you, oh, okay, um, would say, okay, now open this door, kind of thing. But oh, it was more right. chosen for you, so it was a little strange. I I'm not sure. Uh-huh. And there were fights in it, which are, I I just wasn't smart enough to figure it out. I think sure. <laughs> So I just stopped no, I trying to play it. I, I died. Play. I couldn't yeah, I died.
0: Right, yeah. Well, no, definitely worth checking out if you do want to tackle a bugbear. Or if you <laughs> start D&D, go for it. Just I it the the page for it is very menacing and I am I am a little scared, so. Um, I do love like uh one one last little thing. Um it, the Wikipedia C also section does mention the yokai. So like the mischievous spirits oh, okay, of yeah. Japan, a super encompassing word like in Japan of, of mischievous spirit. So so I I that's the kind of the context we're getting here. This bugbear could be super menacing. Seems like it kind of... Uh, Got softer as time went by. It wasn't as menacing when kids when either when the forests stopped being so menacing. There were less forests. I don't know. Um, that that's what I, the like root of all like pain in medieval Europe was forests back then. That's why all, we have all these stories. But uh, again, thank Cam- Thank you so much, um, everyone. Thank you for listening or watching. Um, remember, you can watch us on YouTube. Let us know what you think of this episode, and let us know if you would like us to talk about anything particular. We always love your listener thoughts and ideas of what shows we can do next uh if there's any other bugbears out there we can talk about i think that's it though cammy any last words
1: play bard's tale if you (laughs) haven't
0: all right everyone well uh thanks again and we will see you next time Oh. oh